Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Jeff Bender and this is Knee Deep, episode 28. I appreciate you joining me today and welcome your feedback at my website, jeffmbender.com. Uh, don't forget the M as in more, please. This episode is called Ducknickly. We can call it spring. To the extent that nature sounds are soothing to most humans, three in particular stand out, says Florence Williams in her book, The Nature Fix. Wind, water, and birds. They are the trifecta of salubrious listening. In the Midwest, as our winter tries to let go of its ego, we are teased with spring days that are still irritable, cold, and blustery. It's a windy season and a challenging time to put on the sailing gear and head out for the first time on the water. In college, when I was on the sailing team, our regattas began in the spring and we battled some gusty conditions, but oh man, did it make you feel alive. When the sun begins to feel a hair warmer outside around here, we welcome two members to our family back home, two mallard ducks we've named Maud and Claude. Veering off from the flock in early March, our married mallard couple flutters down to our Airbnb and settles on our pond for spring break. Seeing them lets us know that warmer days are on the way. A couple of hundred feet up, I'm not sure how Maud and Claude ever spot our little pond. After all, the Neon Bender Hotel sign fizzled out in 1997. Somehow, though, through the miracle of migration, the mallard couple finds us. They swoop in for a couple weeks, sleep in amongst our pine needles, and use our pond as their private jacuzzi. Really, though, they don't stop for the free breakfast. They stop because they're part of our family, our people. And even though we know Ma and Claude are coming, like we know spring will, we are always surprised and delighted when they arrive. All winter long, I go out to the pond as the sun is coming up, Look at our koi fish that have been anesthetized by the Arctic cold and turn on the waterfall. Those mornings, my breath comes out as silky fog and dissipates over the pond's chunky ice. And I linger in my slippers to say a prayer for someone who doesn't have the warmth of a home to run back into. Then Maud and Claude arrive on the scene. One moment, I'm turning on the filter at 7 o'clock, minding my own business watching the waterfall spill out on the pond. The next moment I look up, and there's a duck looking at me like a preacher. What's going on, Brother Bender? Claude sings out, adding a quack. Holy duck, Bill. Claude, is that you? Where'd you come from? I gasped. Ha, I got you, didn't I? I love doing that. Did I surprise you? Says Claude. Uh, yeah, you did. You do that every year, you old drake. Where's Maud? And how long have you been paddling around out there waiting to scare me? Oh, we've been up in Adam since about dawn, Mr. Blender. Maud warmed up our pond coffee about six o'clock this morning. Maud, you there? Come out and say hi to Mr. Blender. Putting in her steps on her Stairmaster water dine, I see the faint rustle of Maud's paddling feet from just behind the irises as she sounds off a greeting. Quack, quack. 
How was your flight? I asked Claude. You must be exhausted. Oh gosh, the flight was good, but the flock acted terrible on the way in. We have strict rules about, well, kind of embarrassing to talk about, you know, doing that while you're in flight, Claude said, pointing to his back end. We've had some complaints. Oh, is that so? Keeping yourself regular is important, though. I get that, I sympathize. Paddling up closer, Claude adds, Well, some of the younger ducks like to drop the big white torpedo when they're flying, engage in some dirty bombing, you know. But down below, it ain't so funny, I'm told. He stretched out for a drink to avoid my eye contact. Bathroom habits are a touchy subject with mallards. Well, come on up to the house when you get settled in, I say over my shoulder. We'll catch up on the latest duck gossip. And I jog back up to the house and out of the chill. Later in the day, after lounging around the pond, Maud and Claude waddle up to our porch to take in low tea and some corn crumbs, the traditional snack for southern mallards. They both have a little extra gleam in their eyes, and their flirtations are beginning to be obvious. Scooting up near Claude, Maud tells us they are thinking of starting another new family this spring. This will be the 14th one we've started in 14 years, Maud says. Ducks, as it turns out, are very open with their feelings when it comes to intimacy. Okay, so I thought I'd warn you, Mr. Fender, that Maud and I will be pretty busy in your backyard today. Like, you know, that kind of busy? I've got a little extra float in my boat, and I've got our honeymoon suite set up out there by the pond. And Maud has spent all day ruffling up her tail feathers, and whoa, baby, would you look at those highlights? Maud shyly grins. We are thinking about going for maybe 10 chicks this year. That'll be a new record, adds Claude. Maud flings her head back and lets out a long warble. You wish there, Mr. Stud Ducky. You keep bringing me those corn kernels every morning and I might surprise you. Oh, Maud, I love it when you talk. Okay, then, I pipe in quickly. We're glad you all feel so comfortable here, but... Oh my, would you look at that, I redirected. I think I just saw my first mosquito of the year. Well, I'll be a root seller's pushcart, my wife pipes in. I think it is a mosquito. Oh my, I'm so sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Splendid. Seems we've been a little too forward, haven't we? It's just that we think of you guys here in Evans Patch as part of our family. All year long, we hang out with the flock but there's a lot of skittery gossip across our lake. Nothing worse than a flock of mallards cackling about the price of duck oil in China. But when we get here, we can let our feathers down and be ourselves for a couple weeks. You guys are our people. That was nice to hear. I wasn't going to bring up the subject, but lately some sticky conversations about family relationships had hung in the air like an annoying call from a telemarketer. Sitting with Maud and Claude, watching their easy nattering and relaxed saunters across the paths of our backyard, I'm reminded that spring is about new beginnings, bright red magnolia blooms, and purple crocuses and snowdrops. Underneath, plant life wakes up, undulates, 
squirming to get out and crawls forth like green fingers across my new mulch. I'm glad to be raking up the last of the dead leaves and looking out upon some clean emotional landscaping. One romantic male duck proudly struts about and reveals its brilliant green neck, while his better half, the one he declared his for life, stays close by checking out his advances. It's a time for everyone to crack open a can of less complicated and share it with what feels like good, with what feels like family, and with what feels like our people. Maud and Claude excuse themselves and get up to wander back out to our pond. They are simple folks and haven't lost sight of what's important. They aren't trying to be the smartest duck in the room. They don't brag about their kids or spend a lot of time looking at their own reflection in the pond. They're just people, part of our people. A couple of ducks who patiently wait all winter to say hello to the brand new signs of life, inviting us back to days of longer sunlight and the playful sounds of their new family of nine or 10 or maybe even 11. We are part of the duck parade this spring, watching a line of fuzzy orangish chicks and celebrating with our busy new parents who don't feel like company. They are our people and it is spring. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the podcast. Please subscribe so you receive notifications of future episodes. I look forward to wading in knee deep with you next week.